we're not meant to have limits set on us in terms of our success, in terms of helping others, in terms of growing. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Successful Solutions. As you just heard Anna Marie Frank talk about, we aren't here to limit ourselves and make less of who we are as individuals. In fact, Anna felt she was a victim of her own environment and through solutions was able to overcome her depression, help herself, and help others in the long term. And that's what she does now. She has her own line of vitamins. And through this episode, you'll hear her journey and what she does today about helping other people. So listen in, enjoy it, and have a great rest of your day. Anna, I'm excited to have you on here today. You are many different things, everything from being an author to a doctor to real estate and mother, <laughs> the list goes on and on with all the accolades I could give you. <laughs> and I am very curious because you got into the field of naturopathy because you struggled with years of healing your own brain. Would you feel comfortable sharing your story and what you use to help you recover? Yeah. And thanks for having me. I, mm -hmm. yeah, I struggled with my brain health since I was essentially in high school and it wasn't for any apparent reason, right? Like you look at my life and say, oh gosh, she's happy. She's, you know, good at sports. Um, she's pretty, all these things. And it was really interesting because I, I mean, even before that, ever since I was little, I just never felt that I was good enough. And I don't really know exactly where that came from. Was that something I was born with? Was that um, because I was bullied? Um, and then ultimately in my early 20s, I struggled really, really bad with depression. Um, I, of course, went to uh, Western doctors because that's what I was raised to do and you know spent about 10 minutes with a psychiatrist he put me on three mind-altering medications and ultimately i they didn't work for me and um i had thoughts of you know it'd be better if i wasn't even alive and so it was a really scary dark time um and of course i'm simplifying everything right now but uh ultimately i got to the point where um, i kept relying on going to a doctor to give me pills to fix me and I had a realization that nobody can fix me, only I can fix me. And um, depression is not something I have, it's something I'm experiencing. And so I set forth on a journey to naturally heal myself um, without having all the side effects that the drugs were um, ultimately providing me. From the get-go where you're saying as a younger person, I'm not good enough to getting bullied in school. And then even after school, after high school, you're dealing with depression. What do you feel led you to deal with depression or have depression? Because it sounds like from everything I'm gathering on the appearance side, you had friends, everything was going rather well for you, but inside there was these internal mechanics in a sense that you felt weren't going that well. Could you describe to me what was more going on for you? 
Yeah. And, you know, I've done a lot of work, um, a lot of different layers on myself. So I came to the realization that there were some, you know, the feeling of I'm not good enough and needing more love and all of that. Believe that stemmed from my mother and ultimately inheriting. I believe we inherit emotions through lineage, right? And so um, having a mom that struggled with, I'm not good enough. And then also I'm the fourth of five children. And so the first couple of years of my life, um, I was a little bit neglected, if you will. And not a little bit to the point where I was losing weight when I was first born. And the doctor said, if your daughter doesn't start gaining weight, then, you know, we could turn you into ultimately CPS. But my mom, and I didn't know this until years later, because with some of the energy work I've done with people kept saying zero to two, zero to two, what happened zero to two? And it's like, I have no idea. Right. So, um, I finally multiple times I asked my mom and I remember we were in the car. I was like, mom, what was going on when I was born? And she just broke down and started crying and said that she was depressed. She didn't want another kid. And I, you know, as a mother myself, like I know that doesn't translate to, she did not want me. Right. But as a young child, you know, we register things very differently. Um, so I think I registered that in my own ways as a, as an infant, because energy does transfer. And so, so that's one piece of, of the puzzle there. Um, and then I do believe like, you know, all these different elements that happen in our lives, right? Like going to school, having siblings that pick on us, having people at school that pick on us. And of course I was bullied. So what do you think I did back? I bullied people back. Right. And so, so there's this whole thing that we go through, but I think in the end when, you know, after becoming an adult and when I say becoming an adult, you know, I was like 22 when the doctor put me on all these meds. And so your, your brain's not even fully developed till you're more like 25. So I do find it to be troublesome that we're putting people on mind altering medications when their brain isn't even fully developed. And so that's a whole, a whole nother piece to this, but, um, ultimately I was exercising like a crazy person. I was not eating healthy. I was using alcohol to do whatever it did for me. Um, and I put my happiness in the hands of everybody outside of me, which is a recipe for disaster. I was a victim in my own life, wondering and complaining why all these bad things happened to me. I don't have enough money. I don't have this going for me, blah, blah, blah. Right. And so it was really this mindset, this programming in my head um, that kept me in that low vibrational frequency of depression. Um, and fortunately I had this little something or this little spark inside of me that said, you can pull yourself out of this. You have to. And I know not everybody that struggles with depression has that. So I'm very thankful for that. And that's when I set forth on the journey to ultimately heal my brain, rewire my brain and change not only my biology, but my energy and my energy field around me. Wow. I really like how well you are explaining everything. With biology, you're talking about the biology of yourself and that line of things. Yeah. And again, there's many layers to all of this. So I do believe chemically my brain was off, although 
we call it chemically because, you know, here in the Western world, I don't know if you know this, but there's no way we can measure brain chemicals, right? Like we have no idea. The brain is the only organ in the body that ultimately doctors are prescribing medication for, and they've never looked at it, scanned it or anything. So um, that's really, really interesting. There are areas and there are different agents, if you will, such as different vitamins, different herbs, different amino acids that do have an impact on how we feel and have an impact on serotonin, dopamine, et cetera. Um, I did go and create my own line of brain nutraceuticals. I have three formulas and ultimately I created those because I was finding myself buying eight, nine, 10 different herbs or supplements. And I thought, wow, can we put this in one? Can we simplify this? Cause I do have that ADHD in me. So simplification is a good thing. Okay. So yes, there are different things that we can put in the body to ultimately change the biology of the body. But the biggest key that I believe changed myself and continues to change me and shift me every single day is my thought process. So we know, and it's been scientifically proven that your thoughts and your words can change the structure of water. It can change how well a plant grows, right? So our words and our thoughts are very powerful. They carry different frequencies with them and they can either heal or destroy. And so if our thoughts alone can ultimately change the structure of water essentially change. Like when water is frozen, what it looks like based on, if you tell the water, you are loved, uh, you know, you're the best. I love you versus I hate you. You're bad, blah, blah, blah. We know that when you freeze the water, the structure of it freezing will change based on love and compassion and based on negativity. So if most, if your body, the number one abundant thing in your body is water, what do you think you are programming with every thought and every word that you say about and around your life? So that is very key. That is so interesting that you say that because there's another doctor out here who actually was paraphrasing almost exactly what you were saying. And I think that's so unique to hear that from two different medical sources in that way. When you're going through this and you have these different vibrations that you're dealing with, what would be one of the best ways for a person to inspire themselves to give them this positive reinforcement to themselves? Is it, do they have an affirmation board? Do they have I, I need to say, I love you three times a day to themselves. Like what is one of the best ways that you could think of to help someone get over a hump of depression? Yeah, that's such a great question. And, you know, for all the listeners out there, you know, it is never just one thing, right? Like we're always constantly trying to look for that one thing that'll fix us. And the thing is that one thing is you, but it's many things that you do or you partake in, but to answer your question, I think there are two things that we can do immediately that will start to shift how we are feeling, how we are thinking. The first one is instead of saying, I have to, right? So take the word I have to out of your vocabulary and say, I choose to, I choose to go to work today. I choose to exercise today. I choose to eat this today. I choose to have positive conversations today versus, oh, I have to go talk to my boss. I have to go to work today. I have to get this done. So just changing that to, I have to, to, I choose. 
The other thing that is super powerful is to look for what is good for, around you and what's there for you. So I know when I had my years of depression, I actually had actually have memory loss from it. Some of it I've been able to recover. Um, but ultimately I kept looking for everything that was wrong in my life. And when we look for all the things that are to be wrong, nothing but wrong will be there for us. If we look for all the good things in our life, there will be good things for us, right? Like if we look for injustice, we'll find it every single time. If we look for love and compassion, we'll find it every single time. So paying attention to what your, essentially your vision is on and shift that to the positive because it can, you can take just as much energy to look for the positive as you can look for the negative. So why not choose the positive and the happiness? Cause that's ultimately what I think most of us want is to just be loved, feel love, um, share love and ultimately be happy. Well said. I never would have thought of that when you are putting attention on a certain thing, that's what you're going to get, which is what you were relating to. And you when you look for injustice, you see injustice. When you look for love, you'll see love. So it's really dependent on what you, in a sense, want to pay attention to or what you see is more evident going on. And so we might tend to focus on those things just because we see those things. Um, and I am curious from a, you were talking about earlier, these different vitamins that you started taking as well to help you. One of them, I believe you said was aminos. And I'm wondering what are some of the other things that you have noticed? Are there, are there two that really stand out to you? Are there three? So I'll go with, um, I have a product it's called calm you. Mm -hmm. So, so many people struggle with being in that fight or flight, right? So mm -hmm. they're anxious and the problem with being in fight or flight and having feeling anxious, um, is it cuts you off from using your prefrontal cortex, right? Your executive thinking, mm everything going on with COVID right now has so many people functioning in fight or flight that they are not shifting gears and using their prefrontal cortex. So they are making poor decisions, although they're thinking that they're making the best decision that they can. And they are based on how their brain is being able to be used. Um, but ultimately we need to calm down that, that fight or flight response, that anxiousness. And so ultimately I created calm you, which is a combination of lemon balm extract, holy basil extract, which are two herbs and, um, they really help with calming the nervous system. Um, and then in combination with some B vitamins, also magnesium, um, citrate and then magnesium L3-inate and a magnesium L3-inate is really amazing because it's the only magnesium that crosses the blood brain barrier. Um, it's a very small molecule. So that, um, about 80% of adults are deficient in magnesium. So you can only imagine, um, that the magnesium that they're deficient in, they're probably, even if they're taking magnesium, they're usually taking the malate, the citrate oxate, and they're not taking the magnesium that will support brain health. And so I've combined ultimately the agents that I know help with calming. And I put those all in the calm you. Hey, everybody wanted to let you know that if you are loving this episode, if you like learning about habits, if you want to improve yourself, then I highly encourage you to go over and check out iantolson.com. That is www.myfirstnamelastname.com. I'll put that in the show notes below so that way you can see that and check out that ebook. So 
Lots of good information on there. There's also another podcast episode that gets referenced in the ebook. So it's a good mystery and helpful thing to look at for you right now. So go ahead and check that out. Enjoy the rest of the episode. And once again, have a great rest of your day. The other formula I have is called Bright You. And this one is one of my favorite. I take it every single day but it has curcumin in it. So curcumin is the extract of turmeric, which is the anti-inflammatory extract of turmeric. Also has magnesium L3NA in it, very important. It has like, I know it has like five different things in it because I literally was able to take five different products and put them in one without all the fillers and all the junk. Um, so that was really exciting to be able to, to do that. And I'm like, why didn't someone do this sooner? But then I realized because you don't make as much money, but ultimately people need this. So let's roll with it, right? <laughs> That's really cool. I'm a lot of admiration for you for being able to make your own product. You specifically chose all these and it sounds like it, it, as you said, you were taking these at some point because you you wanted them for different parts. How did you end up figuring out that each one kind of did a certain thing? Because you just listed, I think it was over 15. How did you get involved with knowing how these different ones affected different things? Yeah, well, there's a lot of research out there. Um, also trial and error using on my clients. And then I also have training from the Amen clinics. Um, and Dr. Amen is an amazing psychiatrist. He's the only really psychiatrist that I know that actually scans and looks at the brain before um, prescribing holistic remedies for people. Um, so I took a lot of my training um through, through the Amen clinics as well. So, I mean, really it's just, um, trial and error. And then I also have on my website, you can click on different links and there's some different research studies that you can find as well. That's cool that you were able to have that because it was almost like it was laid out for you, but then you got involved with trying it yourself. Yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, like there are some products out there that are similar to mine, um, but like, you know, with some of the products out there, like the Dr. Amen products, which I carry actually still some of his products, um, at my, my center, but, um, like his products don't have the magnesium L3 and A in it. And I always asked wondering why he's the brain doctor. Right. Um, and the only conclusion I can come to is the fact that when I went to formulate, it cost me about a dollar more per bottle to put magnesium L3 in it. And it's very expensive um, when it comes to, you know, formulating. At the end of the day, for me, I wanted to create a product that was not only sustainable, but effective. And so when you order the Happy Whole You line, um, you can get one of the products, two of the products, whatever speaks to you or feels good for you. They're all two months supply and they all have multiple products in one. So we're saving on our, you know, footprint, we're saving on plastic waste, on energy. And here's the thing is like, this is what I'm passionate about, right? So if you have questions, like people can email me, um, they can message the, uh, through the Happy Holy website, but don't get stressed and overwhelmed. Just go to a professional that studies this, that, that loves doing this, right? Because sometimes I think we can feel overwhelmed with the amount of information that's out there. And um, then we feel like, oh my gosh, I have to research every little thing. And then it gets stressful for us, right? So finding those professionals to work with, so you can take that stress and burden off yourself because 
not any one of us practitioners knows everything, but we definitely can point you in the right directions of the different resources, um, where to get the best, you know, amino acids and things like, um, and then also when we get our product, our product is actually, I like to think of it as in infusing it with Hertz 528, which is the frequency of love. So energetically, it is super important where you get not only your vitamins and supplements, but even your food, right? Like we know that the proteins that make up, say you get beef at the store and it wasn't grass fed or a cow that lived a great life and mistreated that we know that the protein strains look different under a microscope than, you know, an animal that was grass fed free range and all that. So it is a transfer of energy, right? Energy cannot be created nor destroyed. It can only be transferred. So it's very important that we're transferring in our bodies, the right energies with the right product. Yeah, I completely agree with you on that. And just to touch more on the grass-fed beef, I what from what I've understood that grass-fed beef, you actually get better sources, you get more protein utilization from grass-fed beef in comparison to corn or the other variations they use. The vitamin profile, amino acid profile is just off the charts. We have a local farmer here who not only do they do grass-fed beef, but they finish the beef with carrots. So the vitamin A content is like through the roof. And so, you know, it's just, it's really important. And some people are like, oh, well, it's too expensive to eat organic or, you know, do grass-fed or all that. I do disagree on, on some levels of that. Why not have a compromise? You know, like Costco has really great organic selection, local farmers markets, but then also, you know, if you do get some type of meat that you feel that maybe energetically, it wasn't, you know, the highest and best that you could have gotten when you get it, place, place your hands over it and send it nothing but love and light. And you may think whatever lady, this is cuckoo. It's not cuckoo. It's actually called physics and it can shift the energy within the meat. This has all been proven through science. It's just for some people, it may seem woo woo, but again, it, it is physics. So really interesting stuff. That is interesting stuff. And so when you're saying physics, is it the idea of transferring energy from you to another source? Yes. It's, you know, it's shifting atoms, right? Like if you think about a cell, if you go inside every single cell until you can't go anymore, the only thing that's left is energy. So for us to always be focusing on the physical aspect of our bodies and of this earth, it's kind of silly, right? To not pay attention to the energetic. So that's why earlier when I was talking about the thoughts, the words, and the things that we say and think, those carry frequency, those carry energy, and those program our cells. Super important to just recognize that transfer of energy. I know for me with working with people in wellness for over 20 years, that is a huge piece. So it was like, first, I always talked about fitness and then it was like, oh yeah, we have to pay attention to nutrition. And then it was like, oh yeah, we have to pay attention to, you know, our brain health. And then it was like, oh no, we have to pay attention not only to our brain health, what we're saying, what we're thinking and our energy field around us. So if we don't address all layers of it, and again, you do this in time, you are going to be lacking and feeling like you're missing something. And it's because you are. And this actually goes back to what you were saying earlier with the water with, if you say certain things near the water, it's going to have different, it's going to freeze differently according to what you say. Yeah, absolutely. 
And then you have in your clinic different types of therapies. You have a variety of them. What types of therapies would you recommend? At my wellness center, um, we have one in Bakersfield, California, and one in Raleigh, North Carolina. So we focus on increasing brain function, decreasing body inflammation, and we combined high-tech pieces of equipment with old school Chinese medicine, holistic health to do that. So I am a doctor of traditional naturopathy, meaning 150 years ago, there were only people like me also, you know, plant medicine, you know, we have a lot of different options for people, but it also depends on their foundations of health. The most important thing we can do is build our foundations of health. And then from there, I recommend different therapies and things for clients to do. Now I'll be very, very honest with you. There is so much that I do with clients that I can do with clients energetically with talking with them, working on their energy field for them. And they don't necessarily have to go in the theta pod, which is a meditative pod. We have those therapies are like bonus. Yes. If you can add those in, like those are wonderful, but there's a lot of things you can do because not everyone has access to those types of therapies. I have clients that, you know, through coaching, I do life guide coaching. I only take on about five clients at a time. The people I choose to work with, we really can move the needle over, you know, a course of three, six, nine, 12 months. And that is different than counseling. So counseling, well, I'll just go with what I do. So what I do with life guide coaching is ultimately we're constantly working towards the future. We're looking at your health. We're looking at your movement. We're looking at your relationships. We're looking at your finances, the energetics. So it's this whole encompassing support system that I provide to my clients that really is, is supportive on so many levels for them. And that's, that's a really fun thing that I love doing because I get to be a part of their transformation with them. Um, and then other clients, you know, they'll come and see me in person and I do do energy testing, you know, then they can go and do different types of therapies with the depression, with the anxiety, I mean, with really any mental health challenge that's going on. Um, really, I find that doing the coaching is key. In most people, I would say, us adults, when is the last time you were working towards something to achieve something great? I guarantee you had a coach in your corner, you had a mentor, you had somebody. And what's interesting is after we graduate from high school or we get out of college or the military or whatnot, um, or we get through our first year at our new job, we stop being mentored, right? We stop being coached and we don't seek that out. So we're on this planet for, you know, about a hundred years. So it's important through our evolution while we're here is to have someone that is not necessarily pushing us all the time, but somebody that is helping us, you know, speak about our life differently, think about our life differently, and just have that perspective shift, something that I help provide um, to my clients as well. That's powerful. I can only imagine some of the success stories that you've heard through your practice. Do you have uh, one or two in mind that you took someone through a journey of going through your coaching program and you just really walked away feeling good about the results they had? Oh my gosh. So many. <laughs> I, I can only imagine. <laughs> I mean, I have all the way from a client that couldn't kneel when they went to church. And after working with them, you know, weight loss, I always say is a side effect of what I do. I don't focus on weight loss. It just, it happens for people, but her being able to do that, her being able to 
play with her grandchildren and, you know, be on the floor with them. Success stories like that, all the way from, you know, our building companies, leaving a job they're not happy with. It's pretty incredible what people are capable of when they learn and they realize they hone this amazing, incredible power within them. We're not meant to have limits set on us in terms of our success, in terms of helping others, in terms of growing. So a lot of us aren't even touching the capacity of what we hold within us. I mean, I've also had clients. I had a girl a few years ago. It was very interesting and she was getting like black streaks in her, um, you could see through her skin was remedied with some therapies that we did. Another one, I started doing plant stem cell therapy with this client, 12 years old, cracked feet ever since they were younger, was told they had eczema, their gut was cleaned up, all the things, but they still had cracked feet, couldn't go in the ocean. You could see sores on their feet all the time. Um, In less than two months, his feet were healed in the sense of there were no more cracks. You could see where the, the healing came. Um, still having issues with dry skin, but not the severity that it was before. And this child's only option with going to um, the doctor was steroids and different creams that the, the parents did not want because your skin is the biggest organ of the body that absorbs. I had another gal struggled with depression really bad. She did our theta and our sauna therapy. She also had degenerative disc disease. She was only 39 She was getting that laser therapy on her spine. That wasn't working for her. I've heard that works for other people, but that didn't work for her. We're all different, right? But she came into my center for 21. And I think she ended up going 28 days and she did the theta every day. She was on disability for work because she couldn't walk very well because of her back. She couldn't be on her feet the whole, you know, for long periods of time. She is back to work. She's fine. Her back feels, I mean, she still has issues here and there, but it's not, you know, making her go on disability. And what was interesting is with her depression, it really lifted that, but she had a real big breakthrough in the sense of she was sexually assaulted and that came up for her during a session or meditation. And what happened is she kept going to this door and she couldn't open the door. And she finally, and this is through meditation, she finally got to the point where she could open the door and she stepped through and she faced her, um, you know, her accuser and um, the person, you know, that did this to her. And she went in real life and did it. She went in real life and confronted this person. That was really, really powerful. You know, sometimes like when we think things in our head, it it can be so scary and all that, but when you calm the body inside and you go to a safe space and you visualize some things that maybe you want to do, it helps allow you to go and do them. But yeah, so those are just a a few examples. You're really inspiring me to go get more involved with some of the medical professionals in my own area. I really, wow, I'm really getting a lot out of this. Just to wrap it up here, could you tell me some of the daily habits that you follow that you find to be successful and also what somebody else could could use as well and say, oh, you know, if you did these things, this would really help somebody out? I do take plant stem cells every morning. 
Um, I take one for my brain, one for my digestive system. I do my vitamins. I mean, you know, there's some days I forget to take them and I just don't beat myself up over them. <laughs> I do choose to do all the things that I do. I don't, I try not to say I have to. I do look for the positive in every day. I actually talk out loud in my car when I'm driving and I say, thank you, thank you, thank you three times. And I thank the universe, God, source, whatever you believe in. I mean, I believe it's all one. And I just thank God every day for things that haven't even happened, but I thank him as if they've already happened. And I thank for the, the great day that I'm going to have and that I'm having. And so you know, like today I did my sauna therapy. I do biocharger. I, I do these other things as well. You know, it's the accumulation of all the things I eat. I eat decent. I don't beat myself up. If I want to have a hamburger, if I want to have a cookie, I'm going to have it and I'm not going to feel bad about it. And I'm going to be okay with that. Whereas before I used to shame myself and I used to, you know, just feel, Oh, I got to go to the gym. Cause I ate a cookie. No, that's not healthy. Right. Um, so I try to find like the balance in, in all things. And the best thing I think about what I do is I choose who I work with. And that's a great space to be that I get to choose who I want to work with and um, what I get to do every day. So, so it's wonderful. That was so cool to hear these different things on here today. This has been great talking with you and sharing your experiences. I, I'm sure your time is valuable. So this has been great and I will be sure to get your links from you and provide them in the show notes below. So that way, if anyone wants to come and find you, they definitely can. Is there anything else you would like to share with us before we end off here? Here's the thing is there's a lot of people out there that will say, you know, you need to have a morning routine. You need to have an evening routine. You need to do this. You need to do that. Um, and I think that there is, there's, there's value in all of it because it works for those people. And I shared what works for me, but I think the most important thing is for you to find what works for you, add little elements of, of those things into your life, do them over a period of time to have that compound effect. And that is what ultimately is going to change you. It's all the little things that add up to where you're at versus thinking, you know, Oh, I've got to do this big grand thing. I, I don't believe that. I believe it's all the little things that compound over time that yield the biggest results. I completely agree with you. And it's so interesting to hear you say that because another person that I did an interview with earlier today said basically the same thing. And I think that is so cool to hear that from two different people within the same week sharing basically the same strategy. That's just wonderful. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right on. Well, it was great talking with you here today. And I'll look forward to sharing your episode out with a lot of people that will be excited to hear your voice. Yay. All right. Well, thank you for having me <laughs> time as well. My pleasure. 